You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Is there anything too hard for me? is the title of this devotion. Do you see things in your life like I do that you go, (laughs) I I don't, I can't do that. I don't have the ability to do that or I don't have the funds for that or I don't know how that's ever going to happen. I have things in my life that I do look at that I go, Lord, I trust you, my ability, is what you work through me. I trust you make me able. I trust you provide this. I trust you sort this. And I have in my lifetime, which has not been that long, but in my short lifespan, I can truly say I've seen the Lord do what was humanly impossible. Jesus said what's impossible with man in Mark chapter 10 is possible with God. I, I have seen things where God, and I'm not, you know, I'm talking about things in our own daily living, provisions, finances, in the ministry, that was humanly impossible, but God worked it by His Spirit. And I've seen this so many times that when I look at things that I go, Lord, I, I don't know what to do about this. I, but I trust you, I trust you. And I hold in faith, I hold in faith, and I just stay steady in faith. I've learned that if you just hold in faith, believing you have received, it's coming to pass. God will work it. And here in Jeremiah chapter 32, Jeremiah is praying. It's an interesting scenario where the Lord had him buy some land that he knew was going to be invaded by an invading army, the Babylonians. And the Lord had him buy it while he actually was himself in prison. And they took the deeds of the land and they put it in an urn into a pot, pottery in which it's kept and to be buried, to be kept until the invasion is over. And after the invasion is over, the proof is that the land belongs to him. Now, that took a lot of faith, you see, because that invasion was lasting 70 years. It took a lot of faith it, it, and, and it took a real obedience to God. But God was, in other words, using Jeremiah to say, this land belongs to you. And while it will be invaded, you, the land belongs to you. I'll see you get it back. I'll see you get it back. And I find this so lovely about God that when you go through time that it looks everything is being stripped away, and you don't know how you're going to live through it anymore because it's all gone. And God looks at you and say, if you trust me, I will return it to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together. I will do it. Luke 6, 38, I will do it. But you need to let, you need to let me do it. Trust me. Hold your heart steady. Don't say negative things. Don't be complaining about it. Don't be worrying about it. Just smile and say, it's in God's hands. It's, come on. Stephen, when he died, committed himself in the hands of Jesus. Jesus, when he died, said, Father, in thine hands I commit my spirit. And on the third day, according to promise, 
The life was given back and he rose from the dead. The real trying of our faith is can you trust and surrender it all to God? 2 Corinthians 1 verse 8 and 9, Paul says, We knew we were doomed to die and we would never live through it, but that was good for us because we gave it all into the hands of God who even raises the dead and he delivered us from a horrible death. You see, you got to get to that place of rest that I talked to you about yesterday and you totally committed to God. You say, okay, Lord, I don't know what else to do except to just yield to you, depend on you, trust in you, rely on you. And I, I don't know the outcome, but one thing I do know, you love me, you're for me. And you see, sometimes we don't know the outcome, but God does, and that's enough. If he knows, I'm happy. He'll show me in time. So here, Jeremiah says to the Lord while he's going through this testing time, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched on. There is nothing too hard for you. And then the Lord comes back to him and says, Then the word of the Lord in verse 26 came to Jeremiah saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And God came back to Jeremiah and said, Is there anything too hard for me? No, Lord. No, Lord. I know I can trust you. Come on. Let me ask you. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is your heart steadfast, trusting in Him, relying on Him, depending on Him? Come on. Let your heart be completely at rest. Let your heart be completely at rest. If you go online and listen to the Wednesday uh, 28th of September message, Wednesday night 28th of September message, I talk about being steadfast in heart. And that message will bless you. You'll find it as you Google it. So, Remember, um, well, let me read you this verse first. This is Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25, okay? Uh, No, no, sorry, wrong scripture. Yeah, excuse me, wrong scripture. Job chapter 42. Remember how Job had been tried and tested. Oh, beyond measure, Satan had raged against God by attacking Job to disprove what God said about him. God said he was blameless. And Satan was going to prove to God that Job was not blameless. And I love that what God said is what we see in Job's life. And that what God said is what came to pass. And here Job is come to the end of his trial. Job said in chapter 23, verse 10, I think it is, after the Lord has completed searching my heart, he himself will bring me forth pure as gold. Oh, I love that verse. After God has completed searching me, he himself will declare that I am right in his sight, holy in his sight. My my righteousness comes from him and him alone, Paul says in Philippians 3 verse 10. And here, Job is at the end of his trial. And I believe many of you have been tried but you're at the end of your trial. And what is the nature, 
that shows you're at the end of your trial is that you're completely at rest in God, that there's nothing He cannot do. Well, Job was at the end of his trial. He says here, and then Job answered the Lord and said, I know, Job 42, verse 2, last chapter of Job, I know, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. I know. I know, Father, this situation is under your control. I know, Father, I know, Father, that you're above this situation. You're under it. You're beside it. You are completely encapsulating it. It is completely given into your hands. I know, Father, I know, Father, there's nothing you cannot do and no purpose can be withheld from you. You're in control, Father, I know. I know this, I feel this knowing I'm not anymore afraid. How am I gonna get through this? What's gonna happen? How is it gonna change? No, I have no more fear. I'm completely surrendered in the knowing that there's nothing you cannot do and no purpose can be withheld. I'm at rest in the Almighty. I'm at rest, Psalm 91, I mentioned to you earlier this week. I'm at rest in the secret place of the Most High. I'm at rest under the shadow of your sufficiency. Your sufficiency is keeping me stable and steady and satisfied and complete. I'm at rest in you, Father. And that's what Job said. And then, boom, everything began to change. God spoke to the three friends who had misrepresented God and said to them, I am displeased because you did not speak rightly about me as my servant Job did. My wrath should consume you, but if Job will pray for you, then you will find forgiveness. And they came to Job with an offering to God, and Job prayed forgiveness for them. And when Job prayed forgiveness, Satan had nothing against him. He was blameless because he ministered forgiveness to those who had wounded him. And oh, you know you're at the end of your trial when your heart is full of forgiveness and love towards even the ones who have hurt you the most. And you're in that place of grace with God, that place of absolute mercy with God. You know, every one of us, I'm on my way to Numbers chapter 11, every one of us goes through these testings in life. What do I believe, right? What do I believe? Do I truly believe that there's nothing God cannot do? There's no purpose that can be withheld from him, like Job. Do I know this in my spirit? Do I know this? Do I have this consciousness, this knowing that there's nothing too hard for the Lord? I can look at the situation and say, Father, I know you can sort this for me. I know it. I know it in my spirit and I trust you. Here, Moses was a bit weary, right? He was a bit weary. <sighs> again, 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 we have a trial. Again, we have a need. Again, and I, I don't know it anymore. I don't know how we're going to get through. I don't, you can get battle weary. You can get battle. Oh, again, another symptom. Again, a negative report. Again. Again this, again that, you can get battle weary. Even though you've seen victories, even though you've seen the Lord uphold you, sustain you and bear you up on eagle's wings, again there's a challenge. What now? And here, Moses was 
Lord, I'm just weary and having to carry it all myself. And the Lord says, I'll give others to stand alongside you because you and I are, we're one. So I can trust you to have others beside you because I know you'll lean on me and not on them. And so he gave him 70 men to stand alongside him. But in the middle of that situation, ah, the people were complaining that no meat to eat. And, and Moses just couldn't see it anymore. He was battle weary. And sometimes, folks, we can be battle weary. We know, we know there's, is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? We know, no, there's nothing too hard for the Lord, but Oh, I have to believe again. I have to stretch my faith out again. I have to stand again against these feelings of despair and hopelessness and these negative comments. And oh, that's where Moses was. And it says here in Numbers 11, verse 19, Numbers 11, 19, the Lord says, you shall eat not one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor 10 days, nor 20 days. But for a whole month, you shall eat meat until it comes out of your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you because you have despised the Lord who is among you and have wept before him saying, why did we ever come up out of Egypt? And Moses said, the people whom I am among, Lord, are 600,000 thousand men on foot. Yet you have said, I will give them meat that they may eat for a whole month. Shall flocks and herds be slaughtered for them to provide enough for them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them to provide enough for them? See how battle-weary Moses was. He said, Lord, you say you're going to give them meat to eat every day for a whole month? The 600,000 men, not counting all the women and children. Lord, come on. You see, he was battle with Is there anything too hard for me, says the Lord? Sometimes we, we've, we don't live within that. We don't live within that, that spirit. Lord, there's nothing too hard for you. You made the heavens and the earth but your great power. We just don't live within that spirit of all possible thinking. We're not optimistic and positive in the midst of trials. I'm not saying to be silly. I, I get hurt and wounded and I, I weep and pray when things really crush me. And, and so I'm not, I'm not talking about you can't be real, but to live in that despair, God wants you to come out of that despair. Tomorrow, I'm gonna to talk to you about depression. He wants you to come out of it. So. The Lord said to Moses, has the Lord's arm been shortened? In other words, is my power not sufficient? Now you shall see whether what I say will happen or not. And Moses went out and told the people, and the Lord did it. The Lord did it. The Lord did it. You see, I believe now you're going to see. You're going to see it. The Lord will do it. You're going to see it. That my God, will meet all your need according to His riches and glory by the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. Amen. Have a good day.